Welcome to Screening Histories. I'm Kiana. And I'm Tori. And this is the episode where we're going to talk about kings. Kings? The king. The king. Yeah. <laughs> it's new. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. part of a movie. Well, it is a movie, not a part of. But anyways, how was your week? Yeah, so it's been it's been a good week so far. Very busy. Um, yeah. I mean, preparing for this, I had to stay up, like, all night. Was it Sunday night or something like that? Um, but, you know, it's it's been good. Have I done anything interesting, though? Um, yeah, so I guess on Sunday, my parents had some friends over. They did, like, a small group thing with our church a few years back. And so, like, a bunch of them were coming over for lunch yet on Sunday, I guess. Um, yeah, so that was kind of fun getting to see those people again i was like a kid when they came over but like they're super like fun and supportive and um yeah it was just a good time some good food what did you have for lunch what did we have for lunch we had chili with like baguettes and like carrots and celery (laughs) 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 it was like half it was like, like really really like good sunday lunch stuff and this like chopped vegetables but it's good yeah my mom's a good cook so (laughs) that's good yeah what was your week like um it was pretty good i went to the casino on saturday oh fun it was until i lost all my money oh Yeah. that's no good (laughs) i ended up losing two hundred dollars oh man yeah yeah i've had a coworker who had a thing for casinos so, yeah, she talked a lot about how her husband would have to, like, hold her credit cards because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise she would spend so much money on it. But, yeah. Well, I keep myself to a $200 limit because mm. I used to go a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. <laughs> but yeah. now I've kind of limited myself to, like, once every few months. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still feel the pain of losing money instead oh, yeah. of winning. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> yeah. Especially as a student, hey? Yeah. Like, oh, man, that could have been so good if it wasn't lost. I could have spent it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, pay for tuition. Yeah, so I guess we might as well get into the episode. You mean movie? Yes. We'll <laughs> talk about The King, new movie that came out. Star- on Netflix. On Netflix, yes, you can watch it. Um, starring Timothy Chalamet and Joel Edgerton? I don't know. It's an amazing cast, great movie, and we'll uh, start discussing that. First, why don't we show a clip of one of our favorite scenes? Sounds good. As of this day, we at war with France. Twice I have given her the benefit of my doubt. This third affront will not be left unchecked. And so in order to flush these French rats from their nests, I will have it communicated to them that we are now at war. Lord Grey, Cambridge, 
I would ask you to deliver this message to France, given your familiarity with its recipient. But I believe in the morning you'd be otherwise engaged. Pray at home, my lady. Tomorrow you will have your heads cut off. I have chosen to send you as an advance party to hell for the considerable French number that will soon be needing to find space there. You were once my friend. I am your friend. Cousin. Okay, wow. Um, I love that scene. <laughs> Me too. It was like my favorite scene in the whole movie. It was like, oh. Yeah, it was... I found it such a turning point. It was like, okay, he's playing it off, whatever, and then like suddenly it's just I don't know, the ball kinda dropped and he's just like, Okay, we're gonna do this. Yeah, I feel like he changed after that scene to mm-hmm. more cold and not heartless, but more like a king. Yeah. Rather than the prince that he was before mm-hmm. where he was drunk all the time, partying and you know, doing all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he becomes like a true king through this moment, that scene that we showed. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, I guess he understood, I guess at that point, like, the weight of, you have to make these decisions now. You can't really sit idly by. Um, Yeah. I found that really cool. So, yeah, I guess from the scene and just in general, what were your overall thoughts on like the movie um i really liked it i didn't know much about henry v until i watched Mm -hmm. this show so we won't talk about the history yet but i thought he did a lot of maturing throughout the uh, movie and you can see it on screen where he is maturing and yeah what what's being foretold and you kind of get a sense of other characters too. It's not just his character that's developed. It's the other side characters that are developed and then may yeah. or may not mm-hmm. die quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to spoil too much, but mm-hmm. we do get a sense of every character. And I do like that part about it. Yeah. What about you? Sure. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really kind of like good representation. I guess of King Henry like when after researching it and stuff but like as a movie it was just super enthralling and like I was so in it um like just each scene moved it so well forward in like Henry's character development too like it's such a wide range from being this reckless young kid who doesn't want to have any part in like his royal duties, I guess you could say, um, to being like this powerful king by the end of it. Yeah, pretty intense. Was there anything you would change, per se? Anything I would change? That's a good question. I mean, like, now knowing, like, the history behind it, I would probably just make it more accurate, (laughs) I guess, in a way. But, um... I don't know. I would have liked to see more of John's 
character's backstory in a way see where he came from because like we know that he's friends with prince henry at the time and to king henry v um but yeah just seeing like we're told that he's this great warrior and you can kind of see in his character well how the actor portrays him as you could see like the i guess ptsd of his past and stuff um, but it would have been cool to kind of see more of that in film yeah for me i would i don't know if i would change it per se but maybe <laughs> less of the beginning part in establishing that he is a reckless king uh prince and more of the turnout and what he becomes afterwards like mm-hmm. after the battle yeah. more of what happens mm-hmm. after not just where they are hand-holding at the end it's kind of like what else yeah can happen what happens next kind of a thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah it did seem very much like an origin story like this is him his first great victory like fresh i guess kind of like fresh off the i don't know what it is but like fresh off the boat yeah kind of a thing (laughs) where um yeah this is how he starts out and we know he ends up being like this really great king though he doesn't necessarily reign for too long not that they know that from the movie but but yeah so but almost in the way the ending is kind of cool because then it leaves you intrigued and almost want to then look up what actually happens to King Henry V. That um, is true. Cause yeah. Because we did look up what happens to yeah. him afterwards. I mean, I mean we, we kind of had to, but... For the podcast, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we would yeah. want to after the movie, was what we mm-hmm. mean. Yeah, and especially like at the end of the movie with him and Catherine. Yeah, you have a question, do they actually get married do they love each other like how does this union go on they're like england and france i mean they're always kind of at odds but yeah seeing that develop would be really cool maybe they make a second one that would be cool i'd watch it me too (laughs) yep timothy chalamet in like 20 years (laughs) something like that um he doesn't live for 20 years yeah true maybe like a year ahead where he's at another Mm -hmm. battle yeah. And then that's where he meets his end. Yeah. But, I, oh, I would have liked to see the battle where he was uh, in his preteens and he got shot in the yeah. face with the arrow. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see that more. Yeah. And they did show that, like, a little yeah, scar Yeah, I noticed that face. they had the scar. And while I was watching it, I was like, hey, what is that from? Like, Right? You yeah. had no idea. And then looking it up, it's like, like oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. That's what happened. You got right? hit in the face with an arrow. Like, that'd be important. <laughs> and be but, pretty interesting to see on mm-hmm. screen, like, someone actually getting hit by the face in the arrow. And then, like, surviving. Um, So I guess we might as well go into talking about a few of the things we found maybe interesting or any questions kind of came up. Uh, other than the arrow, I can't think of any on the top of my head. Oh, when they had that scene. Yes. Should we play that now or? Yeah, we should play that because I want to talk about it. Okay. Um, so we'll pull up a clip of sometime later at the film, actually near the end. But we'll run it and then discuss that. Vous êtes ravissante. Merci. Je ne parlerai plus français. Nous devons parler anglais. Je ne parle pas l'anglais. Vous l'apprendrez. Dans ce cas, je me demande 
Comment notre union pourrait avoir lieu dans l'intervalle Indeed, there must be for you to contemplate marriage to a woman about whom you know so little. Mm. I will not submit to you. You must earn my respect. I understand that. Do you? I do. Do you feel a sense of achievement? In what regard? In any regard. I have achieved that which my father never could. I have united this kingdom in common cause. Hmm. You have achieved momentary respite. A unity forged into false pretense will never be a unity that prevails. How, pray, have my endeavors been forged falsely? Why did you bring war to France? Your father came on spoiling. Oh, so? How was he spoiling? He sent an assassin. There was no assassin. There was no plot to kill you. How might you know? Because I was with my father when he received word of your charge. I know him well enough to know his reaction to be genuine. How was his reaction? He laughed. He laughed very much. He said you must be drunk. Your father's a madman. He may be mad, but he is true. His madness makes him true. He says only what he believes. That is why he is loved. An assassin then was sent by your brother. My brother? Mm -hmm. My brother was too stupid to conjure such a plan. What was your true reason? Did you know of the ball he sent? The ball he sent to me. A ball? He sent to you a ball. Why should you question my intent? Your father's rule is illegitimate. He has no right claim to his throne. All monarchy is illegitimate. You yourself are the son of a usurper. It would seem that you have no explanation for what you have done. You have shed the blood of so many Christian souls, and yet... Before me now, all I see is a... young and vain and foolish man so easily riled. So easily beguiled. So, um... Yeah, what did you think about that scene that we have here? Well, uh, that's like my second favorite scene in the whole movie. And just, he realizes that maybe there wasn't even an assassination attempt on his life from the conversation he has with Catherine. Mm -hmm. But it's just, they're almost like bouncing off of each other, kind of. They yeah. go back and mm -hmm. forth. And I don't know, I feel like a little chemistry in between them starting. Yeah, I find, um, for this one at least, it's really good closure for the movie. I think in the fact that Henry has all these kind of questions, um, like in his head, and 
so many of the people that he's been around he doesn't necessarily trust and I think for her to come in and then just tell him plainly like the information that you have is wrong my father didn't plan the assassination so then it kind of brings Henry V to this point of okay like who actually did it and then I mean after that we see him figure it out and I guess bring some closure to that aspect of his life <laughs> um with um oh, I William? the name with William William yeah, was that the old guy yeah yeah so he talks to him afterwards and if you haven't watched the movie well I guess it's we'll leave a it spoiler, as spoiler but um yeah so he yeah through Catherine's words he realizes okay like this is the lady that I can actually trust and then at the end of the movie he asks her that's all he wants from her is just honesty and I find yeah that at least in the aspect of like being a king and royalty that's something that you look for so much out of all these fakers and um stuff you need that person who can be honest with you and what better than you know your wife and queen um which you'll end up being but yeah I don't know yeah, I think mm-hmm. that they really value honesty and trust, but yet they can't get it so easily as other people since they are royalty. And it's just not possible for someone to be trustworthy to a royal, I guess. Yeah. And even like, um, as we look back into like history, and even just in King Henry V's life, you can kind of see who he actually trusted and like these two guys who were beheaded like in the first clip in real life I mean they were behind some sort of plot to over like throw him from the throne and like just seeing that and how you have to be so aware of the people around you as um this leader of such a big country and a kingdom that Yeah, you just have to be so much more on guard, which I think in the film itself, you can kind of see Henry kind of grow into that a bit with his guard up. Yeah. He almost battles it with himself because he wants to trust others as much as as possibly can, but Mm -hmm. he trusts John with everything, and that's the only person he would trust, but he didn't exist in real life. No, he did not. Though, yeah, I found it really interesting, though, like, ever since he recruited him to lead this battle, every time he'd just say, hey, John, what do you think of this kind of a thing? Like, do you agree with these guys? He would, yeah, totally base his opinion, opinion and trust on him. Strategy would mm-hmm. be reliant on John and what he thought. And even when he got mad at John, he would still kind of circle back to, mm-hmm. he would never do something like that to John regardless of how the situation turned out. Yeah, I found that really interesting, too, yeah. It's the epitome of good friendship. You can still, like, come back to each other, even though you are at odds at sometimes. Unlike the William who pretended to be completely yeah. loyal. <laughs> yeah, even that kind of threw me off, too. Like, in our last episode, it was the one... It was Hugo and the Medici who ended up doing this bad thing and now is this guy who seems to be so loyal that really a pattern yes (laughs) (laughs) it's like similar time periods as well next time we'll have to do something completely different but yeah but anyways yeah just it was so off guard for me discovering that just like the last two minutes of this movie such a big plot twist 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like there was an actual assassin attempt or it was just all a ploy to get peace faster and to stop yeah. the civil uh, unjust, whatever it's called. Yeah. Political unjust. The civil. Civil war. Unrest or. Unrest. Yeah. Like this guy, William, he wanted Henry to move so much faster into like taking France from what his father had wanted. But yeah, he just wasn't up to doing that as quickly as William wanted and was played, I guess, in a way. And I don't <coughs> think he liked being used, so that's why he mm. did what he did at the end. Yeah, We're not spoiling, but he did do something, and it just mm-hmm. shows how much he'd grown as a character towards yeah. being kind of merciless, I would say, mm-hmm. but also kind of still fair and just. He just yeah. isn't, like, getting played. Yeah, which I think is, I mean, good for any king in a way, right? You, Yeah, you have to have that kind of, I don't know. I kind of just forgot what you said. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess the discernment that, like... Determination. Yeah you, yeah, you have to be so careful. But also, like, when you see something going on that you feel bad about you gotta figure that out otherwise you are gonna get played and overthrown or usurped as it has happened in the past um so is there any actor you would change with another actor um, to, like, make the portrayal better, yeah. in a way. Um, I mean, in a way, I found... I've, I love Timothy Chalamet. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. But, like, he did seem a bit young to portray. Like, when King Henry V was crowned king, he was already 26. And, like... Mm. It's good for him that he doesn't look 26 because he's, like, what, 23 or something. But he did seem a bit young, so, like, I thought, like, he became king at, like, 18 because of, I guess, casting. But still, he did such a good job portraying the character that I don't think I would actually change him, maybe. I don't know. Um, Is there an actor that yeah. would come off the top of your head that you would also play Henry V? Oh, man. I guess not off the top of my head. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed Timothy. Timothy's portrayal. I, I, yeah. But, I mean, like, everyone has their own way of, I guess, portraying the character that I'm sure there'd be some other good portrayals of it. Or even, like, um, uh, while researching this, I found there's... Um, I think it was the film King or just Henry V off of Shakespeare's play that starred Tom Hiddleston and that just really intrigues me to see oh. like how he would have done it but I have not watched that so I can't say but and he yeah. is a little bit older looking compared to mm-hmm. Timothy yeah which I don't um, know if that would be good or not because or, yeah, he didn't beneficial I don't know he didn't last mm-hmm. long Timothy no. And then not Timothy. Henry oh. the Henry the Henry Fifth. The fifth yeah. He didn't last long. <laughs> he didn't. Um 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I guess we can talk a little bit about um, what we found accurate or inaccurate about um, the film in regards to um, history. Was there anything that kind of stood out to you the most? Well, it's based on Shakespeare's play rather than actual history. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of dramatization in it, but the tennis ball that was given to him by France was real. Okay, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. And also, um, it's not shown on the show, but he did have a lot of big accomplishments as a mm-hmm. knight or whatever you call them warriors yeah like knights i think it was 13 when he was knighted yeah and then he had like an army already mm-hmm. being formed and then he had a lot of power which i don't think was portrayed at the beginning that he had a lot of supporters no. yeah but that was an interesting topic that he was actually supported a lot and he had a lot of supporters Mm-hmm. And what did you find? Yeah, well, kind of going off of that, I kind of found the biggest thing that was different was that he had so much responsibility already that he was, like, actively into and that um, his kind of differences with his father even was because he wanted to have political more... Political re- reform. Like, political, yeah, like, change and to have a say in that more so than what we see in the film where he's just very um, kind of passive to his role as, you know, like, prince, and um, he didn't even want to become king, which, yeah, was just a little bit different than what he was in real life. Yeah, but I found that lots of kind of things in the film were fairly just similar with, like, little tweaks here and there kind of a thing, like, with the battle of, what was it? The Battle of Agincourt, which is this big, I guess, clinching point of him, like, securing his mm-hmm. position as king and making people believe in him and all that stuff, um, happening so quickly after he was coronated. Is that the... Yeah, I think so. Is that the word? Yeah, so, like, in his first year of rule, they had this battle and he was victorious in it, but it was... Just little things like John didn't say that, oh, it's going to rain tonight and that's why we can do this battle plan with drawing them in in their heavy armor and horses and we'll go in no armor and like lightweight stuff. Um, But it just had been raining the whole week and that's why. And John didn't say anything about it. It's just that was the setup that they were in. They had the um, forest around them and they used it to their benefit and... Um, I guess it was more on King Henry's part. Yeah, I think it was, Mm -hmm. like, it showed the battle was more of Henry's accomplishment rather than John's accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So I think it was a real battle. It just showed his prominence more. So I think the movie should have showed it more towards favoring Henry rather than favoring John. Yeah. And um, even, like, getting to that point it was very much of henry's choice to do so there wasn't quite as much 
like kind of backstabbing I guess you could call it like from William you know with this setup but it was I mean these two guys did plan to overrule him and like get him off the throne but from that Henry made the choice all on his own and he wanted to take France more so on his own accord than being played in a way mm-hmm. um, at least what I found and he was dubbed as the warrior king which I found interesting. Yeah. Not much to go off on it, but I was just, I just found it yeah. interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you can see that in, like, his early years when he had to, um, he had to lead battles as a teenager, um, and then to become king at 26, like, that's still pretty young, and, like, to have so many good victories as a warrior, and he was, like, in the mix with these guys, um, in the movie itself, you could see, like, um, King Charles' son waits until, like, the very end to even step foot onto the mud, but Henry's in the mix with them, kind of fighting alongside, which I found a true pretty... A warrior king. Yeah, it, it emphasizes that a lot, I find. Yeah, I mean, getting hit in the face with an arrow helps, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you feel about the costumes um the costumes i found it was i think pretty similar to what they may have had back then um looking into it is i mean it's the same time period as um the renaissance being in 15th century yeah so there's definitely like you can see in the film the i guess style that you would see otherwise it's hard to explain but like you know, they have, like, that white under shirt, all the linen and, like, the linen breeches that he has on while they're, like, adorning him with this, um, what is it, cloak during the coronation and stuff. Um, or even, like, the ladies I found were really interesting seeing their costuming. And, like, the white hats they had on, I wasn't quite sure what they were called, but that was actually pretty cool. I was, like, I was very skeptical on if that was true but I guess like back then things were pretty extravagant <laughs> so anything crazy like that is true in a way um don't know if that made any sense but yeah I think I follow along yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it works <laughs> there wasn't a lot of females in it mm-hmm. yeah but we didn't get to see a lot of the clothing on females and I think that's where it changes a lot yeah compared to men's mm-hmm. clothing where it's kind of just like the same basic trousers and top and sure it just depends on how they're adorned like yeah. per century kind of a thing it's kind of poofed yeah. out or not poofed out mm-hmm. but for women it's all the dresses are different there's poofy ones there's ones with those mechanical skirt things yeah and i think like i mean you start to see that a little bit later on in the 15th century like close to like getting closer to the 1500s um you'll see the bigger yeah poofier shoulders and stuff and this is all very very simple that they have in here which i think adds to at least for the movie it adds to the kind of feel i don't yeah feel don't want to say like somber but like kind of that sort of more serious type of 
time, at least for England and France of itself. Even the French, though, they seem to have a lot more extravagant clothing, um, I found, in like the few scenes that we saw here, and also just researching. Do you want to talk about the actual history of King Harry V? Yeah, sure. So, um, Or that's yeah. what we were doing, but technically... We didn't talk about how he did die, like, nine years later. Yeah, so... He didn't rule for very long. Mm -hmm. He ruled for, like, nine years. And even... This is one thing. um, With Catherine, he only married her in 1420. So that's all seven years after, like, the Battle of Agincourt and the treaty and him being promised to her. Or to have that sign that she'll marry him. But it took seven years. Wasn't she like? Around? No, she, uh, he died. She, he died when she was twenty-one, right? Yeah. So then she could still marry. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. what she. We don't know if she married still, but she did have a relationship with Owen Tudor, I think. Mm-hmm. I know it was yeah. Owen. Yeah. So she was with Owen Tudor, but um, if they were married or not is still pretty unclear they did have like six kids okay but her and henry had only one which he became king at nine months old and i think that played a really big part in how he was raised and yeah how he was how he reigned because he was always taught i guess not taught but i mean he was always king yeah he was always king he never had a chance to be someone else Mm -hmm. to be like an actual kid or something yeah that must have been hard that was i guess henry the sixth yes yeah and he was easily Mm -hmm. influenced by others probably because you know he's been king since he was nine months old Mm -hmm. easily influenced and i don't think there was anyone that could ground him more than his mother yeah but then his mother left i forgot when but it wasn't very long for her to stay with him and when he did get married the wife was kind of more demeaning 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 i think so she was like the dominant (laughs) one basically and she tried to keep all Mm -hmm. the power for her and Mm -hmm. well for her and yeah it's kind of like you go from a great king to not so great king and it's just like what would happen if he was still alive because he was young when he died yeah if he stayed alive towards to actually teach and raise this the king henry the sixth what would Mm -hmm. happen yeah would england have been better off i mean i guess like for anyone to not have like their father around especially for a boy that must i find that would be like really difficult but to have like his dad there if he if king henry v lived until he was like 18 or something i think it'd be very much of a different story Yeah, yeah for sure one thing that i also found really interesting um they didn't mention it in the movie but with the treaty that he signed with france after the battle of agincourt um was that um, through his marriage with Catherine, he would be ne- next in line to the French throne. Right. Which I found really interesting that they would have, like, this English monarch, and then at some point he would end up be ruling, like, 
both just seemed wild and also kind of yeah like every king of england wanted that i find even his dad which i think goes back to that clip that we played that he had when he says that he's accomplished everything that his father wanted by taking france i thought that was really interesting and the fact Mm -hmm. that if he lived two years longer he would have been king of france yeah because that too uh, charles the sixth or eighth um like the king at the time yeah for king yeah. of france um that was ooh, charles the sixth yeah the sixth mm-hmm. if he just outlived him by two years he would have been king of france yeah but his mm-hmm. son got to be king of france for a short period yeah for he was you know overtaken by mm-hmm. someone named York. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was another thing that I was actually really curious about. Was when they kept like calling Charles VI's son Dauphin. I was so I was confused. Right. I was like, what does that even mean, like Dauphin? But it really is just the eldest son of the King of France. Yeah, I was like, what? So they're all about? called Dauphin. 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 Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, whichever son. So it'd be like, how do they even... Yeah, Dauphin, Charles, or whatever. He was Charles as well, Charles VII. Um, but yeah, but I can't imagine what that would have been like for him when suddenly King Henry would, like, there's a chance that this random English guy would be like, king over you mm-hmm. when you have always been successor. But yeah. Right, right. I mm-hmm. never thought of it's it like that like a little, way. like... Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Or could he f- have felt relief for finally mm. not being the king? I guess that could be that too. He didn't want to be king. Which is another interesting thing that they decided to kill him off in the movie. Um, that was also... I mean, like, half of it was hilarious, I found. The scene where he comes onto the muddy battlefield... And he's, like, slipping on the oh, ground okay. and, like, falling. And King Henry's just, like, done with him. So he's just like, yeah, you guys can go. And, like, I mean, kill him, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the shortest way put, yeah. Um, yeah, but I found it interesting that they would choose to do that in the film instead of keeping him alive as he lives on to rule later in history. But uh, Oh, really? I didn't read that. Mm-hmm. I thought he did die. Like Charles VI? Or seventh? Sorry? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I could check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, where is it? Um, yeah, so Charles ended up living until like 1461. So he took his father's place as king. Hmm. Um, because both King Henry V and King Charles VI had died, so neither one of them could rule. So, yeah, it's interesting that they wouldn't, that they would kill him off like that. I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. But, um, yeah, did you have any other thoughts in um, general? I think they killed him off just for, like, the dramatic effect. Mm, yeah. For the fact that, you know, it, he was kind of not the greatest prince Mm-hmm. And he was kind yeah. of just like foolish and naive almost. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he thought he can win the war. Well, I guess he had a big reason why he could win the war because yeah. he had all the Such people. Such a big advantage, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but he wasn't smart like King Henry was. Mm. So I think that's why they kind of showed him off in that kind of fashion. Yeah. It was like a perfect ending for him, <clears throat> I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's all we have today unless you had any other points you wanted to share no i'm good no you're good i'm good (laughs) um so yeah that's all we have for today i guess we will do the next episode will be of catherine the great it is also on hbo i'm gonna have to buy a new (laughs) package (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) um yeah so i guess until then we'll talk to you soon (laughs) okay See you later. Bye. Oh, that sounds like a phone call ending. Okay. Yeah, it does. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs>